Good evening and welcome to Sportletics, where sports and politics mix and mingle. I'm Stacey Johnson. Joining me tonight is Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Ooh, Republican. Hipsters. Keith, the conservative, constitutional conservative. Stephen, the independent thinker. And my cousin Todd. Tonight, we've got a packed show for you. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. won the Daytona 500 this past Sunday to start the 2023 NASCAR season, even though Johnny Logano was leading at the start of the last lap. Stephen will explain how he won Biden's surprise trip to the Ukraine and his 72 hours in Europe as American Republicans are split over monetary support of the war in Ukraine. The XFL is on just in case you need more football after the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. Our thoughts and prayers are with President Jimmy Carter and his family as he is placed on hospice at home. Tiger Woods, he's back. He has returned to professional golf but was marred with his apology after handing Justin Thomas a tampon <laughs> at the Genesis Invitational. Vladimir Putin raises tension on Ukraine and suspends his country's ability to be in the START nuclear pact as he says his country can economically withstand an extended war with Ukraine. The EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, takes over the dangerous liquid spill cleanup from the Ohio train derailment. And right after the Michigan State shooting, which was a horrible tragedy, a Memphis mass shooting occurred, leaving one dead and 10 wounded. And who besides Cousin Todd is afraid of Black history? We'll talk about that. President Biden President Biden vows that the United States will defend NATO and the Secretary of State Blinken warns China not to send weapons to Russia for the Ukraine war. A U.S. strike in Somalia killed seven Al-Shabaab fighters yesterday, according to AFRICOM, U.S. Africa Command, and the strike was carried out at the request of the Somali government and was a collective self-defense strike that and more if we can fit it up first up as always Stephen, how did he beat joey logano and joey logano was really really close to him well you know this is the 65th year for the daytona 500 we couldn't as fans been more excited and couldn't wait for this it's been 75 years of nascar so 10 years after that they had a daytona 500 and it is considered the super bowl which is apropos at this time, if, if as you'll see, uh, as with the Super Bowl, um, it it is is really really shaky. Joey Logano, he's a even in 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 our agenda. How can Super Bowl be racing? I don't think you know your sports. I'm going to have to teach you. Well, they kind of break sometimes. I guess they kind of race. It is it is it is a saying. It is the Super Bowl 
It is their yeah, it is their Super Bowl they, of the NASCAR year. They have the biggest event. They have the biggest event football. in the first race. They have the biggest race in the first race. Yeah, but that's so not it, called what your football is called the NBA. I'm not glad NASCAR. you're starting to pay attention. All right. Now, in, in the Stacy, if you were calling the agenda, they were looking like people like to bet on racing. They like to bet on football. They like to bet on basketball. They like to bet on things. And it said in our in the agenda that Joey Logano is is the best bet for his odds and for how good he is and everything else like that. So he finished second because you should have known he was going to finish second because so many people were were saying he and Denny Hamlin, a couple other people, they were the big time favorites that. Even though, you know, there's uh, 40 drivers, even if you take somebody that's a favor, the odds are good that if you put a little money, you're going to win good money. So what happens is Ricky Stenhouse, and I'm not taking anything away from him. He's won at Daytona a few years ago. He's, he's a single team, and he's a good guy. He And it, both of these guys are good guys. But what happened was there was a caution at the end, and this is the longest Daytona 500 in 65 years because they kept having a – have to go, like, to overtime. And because they kept having wrecks at the very end. Well, what happened was the, uh, there was a caution at the very end. This is going to decide the uh, a green flag, checkered flag. This is going to decide it. And and the, and the uh, lights went on. The caution lights came on, everything. But uh, NASCAR decided, even though Joey Logano was ahead at the time of the accident when the caution came out, that they were going to go, go ahead and say Ricky Stenhouse won the race. Now, that's that's – disturbing on every level now everybody's upset we've been waiting up the whole year for the for racing to begin again and, and this is what happened and uh it, it it's it, it would put a big damper on the enthusiasm the, the race before stacy if it stays like this xfinity the night before the guys that are up and coming i may start uh, we may start putting them on and if nascar is going to continue this way to look so blatantly obvious and look so so skewered then we might have to go to something that, that, that seems like it's a little bit more uh, 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 on par of, of, of what a fan would want to see. It's good racing. This racing was good. This was good racing. But you know what else screwed it up, Stacy? was Fox. Fox really has horrible coverage. They, have, uh, they had so many commercials that if it was the Super Bowl, it would have taken up a quarter of the Super Bowl. That's how many commercials they had for this race. They'd race a lap and go to commercial for five minutes. It was horrible. So I got to bring I got to bring Aguna in here. Aguna, this sounds like that betting seems to be taking over and it's really blatant for professional sports. I mean, there it feels like they're changing the outcome of the results. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of money. That's money. why, you know, we, we talked about this last week in the Super Bowl. It's too much money involved for there not to be, you know, a hand on the scale or not to be, you know, some tampering going on. And you, you couple that money with betting. But then to Stephen's point about advertisement and um, licensing agreements around it, they're just trying to milk the cow as much as they can. And it's influencing a lot of it again. Racing people, you know, people want to see racing. A lot of people want to see the wrecks. A lot of people want to bet on the laps. It's just a lot of money that's involved there. And so, yeah, I, that's why I don't care what sport is going on right now. I equate all of them to monster trucks, where Grave Digger <laughs> always wins. Yeah. Monster no trucks are what. for kids, just, aren't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. 
WCW, WWE, all that stuff is the same thing. You want to see your guy win, but you know it's a little showmanship going on. So it, it's one and, of those and, things. And Aguna, what they did, I've never seen it do before. They go to picture to picture. Sometimes you go to commercial, but still keep you in the race. Still, you can see through the race on half your TV. So they did that. The whole race had been kind of pretty boring. They had a huge wreck, and it had so many implications. And what they do at this time is they go back exclusively to the race and put the commercials on hold. They didn't do this this time. For five minutes, we're watching all this tumultuous activity and the people flying all out of their cars and people getting run over. Not, I'm exaggerating. We're seeing all this madness and they don't go back to it. And it's it, that's that to me that showed me earlier in the race that this is this is just a a, a joke. It's really a joke. All right, and it's, it's a shame. Foxes. That's all horrible. Money. Fox. So I, for those of us who can't get enough of football, we have the XFL. Oh, Jesus so I'm going to share my screen, and I've been watching it. And, you know, even though the XFL has it started, you know, isn't, it isn't the NFL. <laughs> it's, it started right after the Super Bowl, if you can see oh the screen. Even though the XFL isn't the NFL, it just kind of helps you feel as though you still have a, you know, connection to uh, football. And then you see these are the teams. You've got the Arlington Renegades, right? The DC Defenders, the Houston Roughnecks, the Orlando Guardians, the San Antonio Brahmas, the Seattle Sea Dragons, <laughs> the St. Louis Battlehawks, and the Vegas Vipers. And this is the XFL.com. Oh this is this is horrible. You know, I, I thought it was. They need to do like a summer merger. They need to merge the XS XFL with the USFL because the USFL is supposed to kick back in in March or something like that, right? Because you have, but I don't. Do they have the same model as the USFL? Because the USFL they just play in Birmingham. They play all the games. It's just different teams, and it's like they just they do it that way versus trying to travel and all the logistics, which actually is a good operating model. Because a lot of times these teams go bankrupt if they don't have the travel budgets to sustain it. But yeah, I mean these teams. Oh my gosh, it's just not. Yeah, so you can see. No, they travel from city to city, different cities. You see, they have That's games back. Thursday night. They have games Saturday and Sunday. And it's a lot of the former NFL players in it. And you know, it just makes me feel so. Okay, we are back to a little. Football, so there it is. It's two. not the same. What it's about the same. AFL? What is what happened to the AFL? Oh, that was back the in AFL. The yeah, the American Football League is in the sixties. <laughs> yeah, come on, yeah. come on. They became the AFC. Why they did became they come the up? AFC and the NFC? NFL became the NFC and they merged. Oh. So but you know what, Stacey? Aguna's been consistent ever since they've tried this the first time. He's never wavered. He's been completely consistent and says it exactly. The way, the way every time, because he does not like it, and he will not be a fan. He's consistent with this. Yeah, I don't yeah, like. I it. just, I mean, it is cool to. Is T.O. playing? Are they? There's some like there's oh, some former. I know Danucci or whatever from the Cowboys. He was playing, and um, somebody else. They were making a joke that some quarterback got benched in the XFL, USFL, and the NFL all uh -huh. in his career, and so. Um, I think it may have been Paxton Lynch or somebody from the Denver Broncos or somebody. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I, I can't. I just can't get with it. 
you know, NFL is year round, you know, now you're getting ready for the combine in Indianapolis. So you're trying to look at all the young college prospects coming up. That's going to be the next big thing. But then we're also looking like we're going to lose uh, Hargrave, Javon Hargrave. Yeah, I mean, free agency is coming up. That's the next thing, March 15th, when the league year starts. And then the next month you have the draft. So you got, you got the combine. No, I thought the draft was in June. Free agency. Then you have the draft in April. And then you get into May where you start having the late, late free agency runs. You're going to see a lot of positioning, the June 1st cuts. And after that, you have a month or so. And then you're right back into the Hall of Fame game and the uh, preseason. So NFL is year round. I don't have time to see these scrubs who didn't make and watch They're Canadian football. They're I don't watch all players. that crap. Bring so me the NFL. Jets. Rejects from NFL? Is that what that's the not true? Yeah, pretty that's much. You know, nice and the, you know, they, they, you know, remember the World Football League. I mean, yeah. the thing is, there are supplemental leagues and things, arena football, all that stuff that you know, um, you know, to give you that fix. I, now, arena football wasn't bad. I, I mean, that yeah. was. I started to get into that a little bit because it was like a different style of football, and uh, I, I, I forgot the Philadelphia Soul. They were actually pretty good. I think they won yeah. two years in a row, but. Um, yeah, I, I, kind of, I kind of equate this to like watching women's basketball. If you really like basketball, at least it's basketball and they're pretty good. You know, they're not terrible. I mean, you could no, still put a game on. So let's move on. We got a lot to cover. Bootleg. Tiger Woods. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's back to professional after his horrible, horrible accident. <laughs> He's recovered and he's back to football. Uh, football. I'm sorry, I sound like Todd. He's back to golf. <laughs> oh my gosh! If his name's not Serena, then we don't care. <laughs> so it's this 15-time major champion Tiger Woods apologized. Can you see that screen, or do I have to make it bigger? I can see it. But good lord, man! Did Tiger actually do this? Yeah. yeah. It says it this is joke. CNN.com. Yeah, I mean, my major champion Tiger Woods apologize after hand handing fellow golfer Justin Thomas a tampon during the first round of the Genesis Invitational on Thursday. And yeah. why would he? He doesn't you, sound. You know why he did it, Keith? Is because he kept out driving him. He, oh, uh, he he kept out driving somebody who's who's now better, pretty much better than he is. He'll he'll score more consistently. He's had. He's a younger guy who hasn't had as many injuries and car crashes and all that. That's why right. he did it. This, this is an old tradition in golf. Like if you're just playing with your friends and you hit a really bad drive and it goes like 20 feet, you have to like pull your shorts down to your ankles and walk to your ball and hit it again. You know, it's, it's, it's how people joke to each other. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a joke. So he's uh, like, you know, no women play on the tour. So he's like saying, I must be playing with a woman. You must need this. You know, it's a, it was a, it was a, Okay. A, a real harmless joke. It's, it's but, locker room, uh, locker room well banter. It's okay, locker so it room says, banter. It was supposed to be all fun and games to yeah, somebody that I poked out. I mean, it was supposed to be all fun and games, and obviously it hasn't turned out that way. If I offended anybody, it was not the case. It was just friends having fun. As I said, if I offended yeah. anybody in any way, shape, or form, I'm sorry. It was not intended to be that way. It was just mm -hmm. we played pranks on one another all the time. And Barley, I think this did not come across that way. But between <laughs> us, it was it's different. He could have done it 10 years ago. You can't do it now. Everybody's too sensitive. Well, it didn't offend me. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not offended. I think it's funny, but it's just yeah. stupid funny. Oh my God. Yeah, it's like okay. middle school. 
All right, let's Real move right. on. Don't, we're, we're if you wore a I love Fauci shirt, you would just go crazy. <laughs> I don't believe anybody would wear a shirt like that. You, they would commit him for doing that. But anyway, Tiger finished plus two and uh, tied for 45th. And Justin Thomas, who had the uh, the prize tampon, finished minus two, and he tied for 20th. So it's good to see Tiger back. Good to see him playing. He's been playing for a little while, and his son's out there playing, and he and he keeps his son going. And it's just it's it's what golf is. It, you have so many more people watching when Tiger plays. He's such a huge figure, and I, I hope this kind of just blows away and everybody's uh, doesn't get too upset with him. And maybe, I didn't even hear about it. I never even this. heard about it until yeah. Stacy brought it up. So I, I okay. can't be that serious. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't. You know, who knows these days? Well, I don't really get the joke. So is the joke, in fact? Um, Women are less than, or women can't play. Women golf, can't play with no the men. Women can't or... compete with the men in golf. That's what the joke is. Oh. He's saying you, you're a woman. I can hit. I can hit further than you because I'm playing with a woman beside me. That's oh. all he's saying. Okay, well then, how just, does that tie? Packs. Now, how does that tie into? Pulling his pants down and whatever you said. Years and years, like 200 years. Like, Jeez. gentlemen oh, only, good. ladies forbidden. That's what golf used to be. Ladies weren't even allowed to play. Okay, it was but, golf only, ladies forbidden. So it's what they, they it's an old school thing that's been with golf forever. It's just. That, wait, wait. That they pull their pants down and do what again? They have to kind of like. Why is that like, um, interested in Todd? It's kind of like a guy from the hood running his really pants down on? from the cops. You can't get very far, but they do this little stutter step trying to make it to the next ball because they're like, you're like you you can't even you, you don't even deserve to have your pants on. Like you you're such a bad golfer. You know people you you golf a gooner. You know people joke with each other, right? Yeah, I mean, and I don't golf well at all, so yeah. And so, do you pull your pants down again? No, I, I absolutely do not, Todd. Thank oh. you for asking. Only when he hits a bad drive, twenty feet. Okay, I've never okay. done it either, but this is just what some people do. You don't have to do it. It's just people having fun with each other while they're playing golf. That's all. Oh. Bet a couple dollars on each hole. That's all. Mm. All right, so let's let's move now on. Now you know, Todd. Yeah, it must be yeah, fun for you, Steven. But go on, Stacey. <laughs> um, Are there any other games you play, Stephen, that you and Keith pull your pants down? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's called um, Reading the Constitution. That's a game. Oh. We have it tattooed on our legs. <laughs> okay, so, go ahead. <laughs> our thoughts and prayers to President Jimmy Carter and his family. If you can see on here the statement from the Carter Center, says, after a series of short hospital stays, former U.S. President Jimmy Carter today decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family and receive hospice care instead of additional medical intervention. He has the full support of his family and his medical team. The Carter family asks for privacy during this time and is grateful for the concern shown by his many admirers. Cousin Todd, let's start with you on Jimmy Carter. Anything to say? Um, yeah, uh, I always liked Jimmy Carter. Um, he and his wife. And I, I hated that um, he's in hospice now. But he's 98. 
eight. And um, that's a nice life, especially for a male. Uh, males usually don't live as long as their wives. So I'm glad he lived a nice and seemed like a hearty, healthy life. And uh, his wife is hanging in there with him. And I'm just, I'm glad they stayed together all these years and helped each other. I think they've been married for like 75 years or something like that. So it, uh, it's an, it sounds strange, but it's a nice way to go out with uh, his wife beside him and his family. And he himself, I heard, made the decision not to have any more uh, mm -hmm. medical treatment. So uh, farewell until we meet again. All right. Anyone else on President Carter? Yeah, he um, he started Habitat for Humanity, you know, help building houses, physically going out there and helping build houses for people who were homeless and doing really nice things like that after his presidency. He was He's a really good guy with a really big heart. He always has been. I didn't think he was very effective as, as a president, and he only served uh, four years. Uh, there's a lot of, and a lot of bad things happened while he was the president that was beyond his control as well, like with a, a lot of other presidents. But uh, in general, it, overall, he's a really, really good guy. And everybody that uh, in, in Georgia that knows him, nobody, I, I don't think anybody has anything bad to say about him. And uh, it is great that he's lived this long and this, this, the way he's lived his life and uh, only the best for him is, is, is ahead. Uh, if he lives a little bit longer, if he dies tomorrow, I believe only the best is for him and, and he deserves it. Anyone else before we move on? Yeah. It, it's, this is when things get, you know, really real um, hospice, you know, you know, the days are, he's not going to be with us very much longer, but he, he was a good he was a good president, very, you know, a lot of times we get caught up in the politics of it all, you know, what party people belong to. But if you look at him at his core, even at the time, like Stephen was mentioning, Iran-Contra, the U.S. was in a really bad uh, recession. Gas prices were through the roof. Um, I don't remember his presidency. I was born right in the beginning of his presidency, so I don't remember him as a president. Um, but at the same time, the impact. You know, the cascading effects of, you know, Reagan came after him and you know, all these different things were going on. So the world was just a different place back then. And politics were different back then as well. But now that you think about it, I mean, and Joe Biden served with this guy. That, that's how long, you know, how old Joe Biden is and how old Jimmy Carter is. And it's a different type of politics. So as you start seeing, especially the older presidents, uh, like the Bushes and the Carters and, you know, and, and um, you know, Reagan before that, as these guys start, you know, fading out, you start seeing that before it was many of our presidents had served in World War Two, you know, Reagan, you know, beforehand. And now, you know, the Vietnam War is that war. Right. So now you're starting to see a whole different generation of folks. And this just shows a, a closing of a changing of an era as you see um, him, you know, deal with hospice and in and, and, and the perpetuity of his life and things like that. So it's, it's, it's sad, but at the same time, he should be proud of his accomplishments. And, you know, it's good that, you know, yeah, you know, for us to, to, to have had someone like that be the president. I mean, he was, you know, politics aside, I think he was a really good guy. Thank you, Aguna. Keith? Yeah, as uh, politics aside, I 
didn't agree with his politics, but um, I do think that if he is a man of God, if he has uh, given his heart to the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal Savior, hallelujah, then uh, I would say uh, then he's in good shape. We'll see him again. I will see him again. All right. Thank you. Who is afraid of black history? I think Todd is. Todd, why are you afraid of black history? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> because I don't think black history should be taught to white people and to any of us, because I think it should be banned. Um, you shouldn't have to learn about black people. I mean, they didn't contribute anything to the United States, did they? Is he right, serious? Keith? No, he's, he's being facetious, Keith. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you'd love that, Keith. Isn't that the way you think? Nope. So um, I, this is what I, I have a question. Uh, did Keith and Stephen learn about Martin Luther King growing up? And did they learn yeah. about Harry yeah. Tubman? Yes. You did all of those? Okay. In what our one-room school, in one room you, of all ages. What did you call that learning? What did you call that? History. Oh, okay. American we history. Call it, we didn't call it black history. We called it history, and that's what it oh, is. Okay. Thank you, Stephen. Well, and when did it change to <laughs> critical race theory? So mm. The black in the history offends you. In the 70s, when they okay. tried to change what the real history was and change what Oh, the how did they do that? How did they do that? Explain that to me quickly. They want to change what's in the in the textbooks. They want to they want to lie about things that had happened that didn't really happen that way. Like what, Stephen? Like sixteen oh nine. What? What's sixteen oh nine? Yeah, explain me that. Was the beginning of slavery in the world, and ma'am, this was this is what this is the the most worst thing. No, slavery has been going on forever. They right. want to make America, America to be out the worst place in the world, and right. everybody had it going well. Okay. And it, it, I, it's another way to bash the United States. We've got to move on. I think it's there important more for Europeans in slavery in the world, and European slaves, than there were black slaves in America. Yep. Did they teach I, I think it's very important for our studies? Because the thing about it is, when you start talking about censorship, and this is what we're talking about censorship. Just because you don't like a perspective of history from someone else doesn't mean no, it's, it's not. The bottom line of it is you have different perspectives of history. History is typically written by the victors, right? But then in this economic age or data-driven age where you have different perspectives, there's nothing wrong with learning. Whether you agree with it or not, fine. I mean, I was, you can still learn about it. It's not hurting you by teaching it. I mean, this whole idea of indoctrination, I'm going to censor Black history like DeSantis yeah. is doing in Florida. Now, we're not going to censor Asian American studies. We're not going to censor anything else. We're going to censor African American studies because it makes me uncomfortable mm -hmm. about the yeah. history of the United States. European no. history. You either don't you, know Stephen. or you're being disingenuous. You okay, so Stephen, I asked you this on the off show. If they're going to tell, if they're gonna tell the question, lies, it's not history. Question, did Martin Luther King fight against systemic racism? Yes or no? I don't know if he fought against systemic racism. You don't know. I don't okay. know. They that's didn't teach me that. The they didn't teach me that in my one-room school of all okay, grades yeah. together. So, but see, that's, this is why education is important. If you can't we had a dirt, that, we had a dirt answer floor. that, you just proven my point. Education I was, is a terrible thing to waste. See, I was around when Martin Luther King was alive. So, okay. I'm, I'm, let's, and let's, did systemic racism exist when Martin Luther King was alive? 
So they're not talking about teaching about systemic racism. They're, they're trying to change the history as it, as it stands. That's critical and race you know theory. Who you know what the history is critical written by the victors? You know who the victors were racism. after the Civil War? The victors were the uh, America, the North. They're, okay, they're the ones that freed the plane. So they're what the ones who wrote about, the history, man. and people he's are trying to change the history. Well, we don't believe people that are changing the about that. That's what the Marxists do. I think what's going on is he's like, Saying things that you don't like, and so therefore you're saying he's hijacking. Saying things I don't show. like, he's saying things that are untrue. That's not true. Whether I like them or not, he's That's talking not about 1609. Wait, 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 you know, There's Stephen, no such thing as 1609. Or just 1619. I'm sure. I, I, okay, I missed the number. 1619. Yeah. Is that what, what you're talking happened? about? What happened? Yeah, what, whatever number you want to pull out your ass, Stephen. Whatever. No, yeah, 1609 or 1619. We're going back I, I, 400 years. Okay, what happened then? Is when they're going to say America had these, uh, did these atrocities and started slavery. America didn't start slavery. They're telling that lies. Has nothing to do with it. Was slavery an atrocity in America? It was an atrocity all okay, over the okay, world. Now we're getting it was a, so Slavery was worse. For What's Europeans talking about at the that? same time, and you don't learn about this in history. We're not talking about okay, what but about we're not talking about. We're talking wait, about we're not talking about Europeans. We're States. talking about Black history in the United States. So let's stick with Black right. history. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about is, what's going on. Here. Is, what, is, not, squirrel, is never a good thing. Slavery is never a good thing. So he said, "Wait, that was the way of the world." He said, "Slavery is not a good thing. It's never a positive thing." I did. We didn't let Keith. So we're talking about. The impacts of that in the United States. So Keith, you sit here want to have book burning. Are you I afraid? I don't want to burn any books. I don't want to be like people to, to be taught lies. Perspectives of history. I don't want to change history. Okay, let me get. Keith Do you in believe here, Keith? in the theory of relativity? Keith, are you afraid of black history? Because it's a theory, you don't want to believe it. Uh, I am not afraid of black history. Matter of fact, I have a very important book that uh, ought to be in all of the uh, classes, history classes in our schools. Says who? Public schools. And this book is by David Barden. It's a very good book, American History in Black and White. And it sets the record straight. He's got all kinds of uh, uh, historic uh, paraphernalia about what, you know, happened during those times of the Reconstruction and after the, you know, after slavery was defeated. And so there was the first black uh, senators. You had uh, the first black senators and they were all black. Republicans, and they were very effective in what they did. They were elected what happened? whites. Let me just what, say what happened without going on. What institutions were changed this in order for the Democrats black, to institute the black code slavery to bring about we abolished Jim slavery. Crow? We had uh, to systemically we had oppress people of color after Reconstruction. Democrat Party, and they've never changed their colors. The Democrat Party is talking about changed. We're just talking about the history. You don't right. even want to learn the history, the history of, of the Democrat Party is a, is an abomination to this country. So what did they um, leverage in order to control the people, Stephen? What did they leverage? What do you mean? What did they leverage in order? They, to control They leveraged the institutions of government in order to oppress the people. But that said, that being said, that's critical race theory. So we can't even talk about that. That's not critical race theory. It is critical race theory. What are you talking you about? You don't even know what critical race theory <laughs> is, Stephen. It no, is. Uh, it's what based on libertarian principles that if given unconstrained, the government can divide people on the basis of religion, race, and other social economic factors. 
That is the basis blows, of critical race you know theory. Blows, it's just one element of it. What blows okay, everything? Okay, one element. Okay. Is so North, you're, you're against all the elements. If you can't be about, you can't agree with one element. So you're not. Oh, so I could agree with all of the elements because I agree with so one. Name some of the elements. Okay, I understand your logic. Okay, so does redlining exist? Uh, it's okay. Well, uh, we kill one person and 99 people live. Okay. No, no, no. Don't try to deflect. I'm not deflecting. Core, if you are a libertarian, no way you could be against critical race theory. To your core, if you're a true libertarian, which you claim you are, I'm not. I'm not claiming to be a true libertarian. I'm an independent. I'm a true independent. There's a lot of things about the Libertarian <laughs> Party that I do not agree with. But you're an independent thinker, right? Yes. Oh, so are you willing so... to understand and evaluate and have empathy for other people's perspectives given uncontrolled? Because yep. again, this is all about stopping the government from oppressing you, but you don't want to have... You don't They're have doing that, that now, Aguna. They're the same Democrat you're, Party you're enabling is oppressing it by saying me. Critical race theory is bad. You're telling the people same Democrat Party is oppressing me. The government is oppressing you. Oh, yep. really? Yes. Okay, so Why? Because they won't let you, you get an Government abortion. should be allowed to tell you what you should learn. So you're empowering the government to oppress you. You're okay with that. The government is not telling people what they can learn. A governor that's said not, he doesn't what want critical race theory in his state. That's okay, not so, the government. That's so the government. Got, wait a minute. I've got Nas on. So Nas, they're talking about <laughs> Black History Month. Don't hurt him, Nas. Who's afraid of it? He's going to be hilarious. <laughs> and what is your comment on I don't know if you heard all of their... Turn your comments. light on, Nas. We can't see you. I'm in the background on Stacy's phone. That's why it would be really hard. He knew that. that he knew that. You he see just, how that works? He's trying yeah. to make it funny. Yeah, I'm just pulling your leg. So, are you afraid of of Black History Month? Keith and Stephen say it is American history. It isn't necessary Black history. Um, what do you think the importance of Black History Month is? And shoot anyone like DeSantis or anyone who's not African-American be afraid of Black History Month? I, I don't know. I, I think even given the, the answer of afraid is given a cop-out. I, I don't, I'm not so sure it's about afraid. I think it's more about uh, being a, a driving force for their aggression. They know this is what rallies their troops, so they're just using it. I don't know if he has any inclination about it. I remember, DeSantis was a high school teacher for a while and supposedly <laughs> had a rough time of it and not a lot of students have some really bad memories of that guy so i i, I could imagine him seeing this as an easy way to rally you know racist and ignorant people but black history like any other history should be uh respected on its own shout out to the great carter g woodson who created negro history week and then they built on it year after year after year all these black mm -hmm. scholars teachers librarians historians uh like it, it's it's just a rich history like everybody's and that's why when you go to a college the same way you could take black history you could take history of uh the irish in early america italian history, history european italian history era. yeah like, take history of anybody so i wouldn't diminish anyone's history and the idea that you want to hide books from children or mm -hmm. teach in a fashion that only creates automatons who can't think critically and will be upset if they hear something outside of that understanding, uh, you're actually not preparing yourself for the next century. You're in a tech and 
brain <laughs> brain power race against India, China, Russia, Germany, France, all the nations of the world. Who and knows all about race, black history? The idea that you're going to yeah, dumb down they don't care because of the fragility of one part of our population. Well, it's a plan for losing. So if y'all plan on losing, go ahead, earn more books. China doesn't care about black history at all. Okay. What are we talking about? He doesn't know what he's talking about. China doesn't care about black history. China is the measure to which you measure yourself again. Do you think the point in that talk was that if China cares or not about black history? That's all he heard. That's all he heard. He said they did. He said there's other countries. Nobody Nobody really cares. It's American history. Well, no, no, no. Okay. So let me slow this down for some other people. Let's the slow it down. Walk slow it down. You are going to have a brain race against the rest of the world, especially the more competitive and wealthy countries. Yeah, and if you great. are limiting what your students can learn and how their ability to think is supposed to mature while they're watering theirs and growing theirs on steroids, guess what happens in the next century? You lose. That was the point. They're now, teaching them real things they need to learn. That's what they're teaching their kids. That's what we need to teach our kids. We're so far behind, guys. It's China not then. even funny. Move what are we, the 150th state when it comes to our country when it comes to education? We're so far behind the world. That's why. Because of your... All right, so, okay. So, excuse me. So Of the Republican Party. Y'all had a, y'all had a man from Texas who ran for president eight years ago, who said he wanted to defund the Department of Education. So think about that in the context of what I'm talking about. A global fight for survival and One Nation uh, is not using education as a platform to drive what the next tech is going to be, what the next big uh, thing we're going to find out about biology or medical-wise or just hell, food-wise. Figuring out how to, uh, well, let's just talk about. So talk let's about talk math. about if we're going to talk about worldwide things like that. Let's talk about Ukraine-Russian war and how twenty-five percent of the world's grain to feed countries comes out of Ukraine and Russia. Russia thinks they can stick through this war for years. They think they can afford it. There, it, this war is becoming a proxy mm. war, and the United States and the United States is warning China not to send weapons to Russia to use against Ukraine, which is putting the United States and China somewhere in a tentative state. So That's the question right. becomes, so the question has become one, Biden asked Putin to end the war in Ukraine and threatened to ante up the sanctions against Russia. Will that be enough? This is one question to Keith. Will that be enough? to stop the war with Ukraine. Use technology, Keith. You're on mute. I had him on mute. I'm sorry. As, lo- as long as Biden is uh, as long as Biden is president, it's not going to change anything because he is weak and he's showing himself as weak and China sees it. China are, are, are an authoritative what regime. What would you do differently? China is an authoritative regime. They see that weak sign they're like a wolf that sees a lamb so Uh, what would be strength in this situation uh yes you got to have peace through strength we need to build up our military what would you do our military what i would do is i would have uh i would have never decommissioned much of our military i would have built up our navy i build up our our air force 
I would have built up our military. So we should use battleships? Is that what you're saying? We should have never decommissioned the USS Missouri? Well, let me answer. I would, I'm telling you, I would have built up like Trump. I would have done the same thing Trump did. And I would have built up our military. I wouldn't have decommissioned it. So that's what- So um, antiquated Vietnam era aircraft carriers, you wouldn't have decommissioned those. You would have kept them in service. Turn, I would have built up my, our that. military. Turn, turn your I told you. You would use so, muskets and, yeah. and cattle and cannons. Yeah, but, okay, so let me wait. Let me I, ask Stephen. Stephen. Yeah, we'll load so, We'll load the rifles like this. So Trump is defending Putin. Why? How do you mean he's defending Putin? What do you <laughs> mean? He's defending Putin's stance. He's de let me pull it up. He's defending yeah. Putin's stance with this Ukrainian war. He wants to remain and continue with the war. I don't think Trump is, is on Putin's side. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> he funded his campaign. You said... No, you know, that's, you, that's, you, that's great. You, you, know, who, you know who's funding... Who's you know who's funding Russia? His, his ties Russia. are built in China. His ties are made in China. And Stephen flip-flops. First he said Trump was backing Putin... This is years ago. Remember that, Stephen? I, I have my problems with Trump, but this is not a Trump issue. And Trump is not. It's so funny that y'all can bring Trump into the situation that when he's the not the president. The, the president we have right now, it continues to escalate, pushes us closer to World War Three. This is the president we have. I don't think it has anything to do with Donald Trump or, or Putin. The thing is that you know who's on Putin's side. You know who said, told Putin, it's okay for you to go yeah. and, and, and invade Ukraine. That was China. China okay. is supporting so, Russia. Okay, so uh, that's true. That's true too. But look at this Rolling Stone article, okay? Uh, by Asawin Subang, February Rolling 20th, 2023. Stone. Trump Rolling. defends Putin as Biden visits war torn Ukraine. The former president said his personal relationship with the Russian autocrat would have prevented the invasion in the first place. 100% true. That's 100% true. We would not Trump, be in this mess oh, if it wasn't for Joe Biden. Joe Biden is weak. That's why their world is running no, all over him. Stephen, how would Trump's relationship with Putin prevent this war? Because, first of all, we never would have left Afghanistan the way we did in, in, in a weak fashion that we did it. That, we okay, know. Don't, go down, that road. Finish, don't go down that road right, because let me finish this. Let me read, let me read this and let him finish. I've got another We're question. Let me Ukraine. read this, Aguna. Uh, can you see it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. It says Donald Trump on Monday night touted his great relationship with Russian autocrat Vladimir Putin and defended his past assertion that he trusted. The foreign leader yep. over his own intelligence community. Yep. 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 Never, yeah, yeah, that was the truth. You are, you are a traitor. You are a traitor. Never ever would have gone into Ukraine if I were president. Do you see that? His own intelligence. Donald Trump's own intelligence agencies were against him from the beginning. Steve Olshevik, what are you talking about? Donald Trump's intelligence agencies were against him from the very beginning. All of, them, was all, all of him, the right? agencies were against him because he was a threat to them because they are the ones who are the ones who or are this the, the bad guys, year, huh? not Donald Trump. Donald Trump's not a bad guy in that equation. Don't forget the CIA. It's our own intelligence. 
Our own, it's been Stop. proven. Stacey, it's been proven. There was no oh, Russian collusion with Donald Trump. All right. Thank our you. FBI, CIA, our Homeland Security was against Donald Trump the entire time. And that's a fact. That's a okay, fact. So, so that means that why they're the ones that are treasonous. Why were they against him? So Trump the is the state. Is Trump is the United States. So it was a Trump coup against state. Donald Trump. Trump it was a coup to remove Donald Trump because okay, he was hurting the deep Steven. state, which is the CIA and the FBI. Look, Donald okay. Trump was unfit Aguna. to be president. Okay, And then yes. I give Todd yes. the last no. word, and we got to move on. He was unfit Aguna, to be president. Aguna, this is Shut my up. question. No, past that. Aguna, yes. China stays close to Russia. They may give weapons. How does that affect Americans? You know, actually, you know, it's funny because I think most Americans kind of want this war a little bit just because it's called the military industrial complex. A lot of the inventory and the, the aid that they're giving to the Ukraine is old inventory, just like in Afghanistan. Not. So a lot of this stuff, shut up, Stephen. A lot of this stuff that they're selling and giving to them is a, it's a proxy war against Russia. And now you have a situation where just like in the Cold War, Russia is going to spin themselves into oblivion. Almost a third of their tanks have been destroyed in the Ukraine. Almost uh, almost half of their army is in the Ukraine. The more and more this, this conflict draws on, the weaker and weaker Russia gets. Again, Biden is old school. Biden was around during the Cold War, during all, well, all the war hawks in the Pentagon and stuff like this. They live for stuff like this. They're going to pump Ukraine full of this excess inventory, all that decommissioned ammunition that Keith is, is complaining about. Send it to Ukraine. Let them burn that stuff off. Let our manufacturers build more of those weapons. Let's get out of this recession, just like in World War II. We can have a proxy war with the with with Russia. We can have a proxy war with China. The military in this country love wars. We're, and then then which look what are happening. What's happening in this conflict? The military brass are sitting back and they're watching Russia. Okay, how is Russia going to going to use their tactics in the Ukraine? If Russia can't overrun the Ukraine, you think they can overrun NATO? You think they can overrun Sweden? You think they can overrun any of these other countries? If you sit back and look at what happened since this war began, and I know there's some Biden, there's some Biden people, anti-Biden folks on here, but NATO's gotten stronger. If you have coalitions in Europe that have come closer together, you have European countries stepping up and providing arms as well. Biden has actually strengthened his position through going, through allowing this Ukraine war to happen than he was beforehand. So it's ironic that the same people on this show talk about how weak he is. He's actually gotten stronger a year after the war has happened. And he knew it was going to happen because he's old school. Biden's an old school okay. politician. So he, he, sure. he wanted it to happen. Just like in Afghanistan. When Russia you know, invaded Agu Afghanistan, Russia came out of that war weaker. Same yeah. thing's going to okay. happen in Ukraine. That's Let me ask Cousin Todd. Um, mm -hmm. Biden, Ukraine. Biden, President Biden said when he spoke he, he did that surprise trip to Ukraine and met with the president of Ukraine. Then mm -hmm. he went to Poland and he spoke to the pe American people, Polish people, Ukrainian, anyone who was listening. And he said, Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia ever. How can he claim that without the idea that he may have to go to war for that to happen? Well, uh, like Aguna was saying, and he had mentioned Afghanistan. Uh, when Russia invaded Afghanistan, they just spent a bunch of money and uh, eventually had to pull out and, and the leave. Union fell, and so, uh, which is this? This is what's happening now with Ukraine. Um, 
he's spending a bunch of money and a war that should have been over with. It should have took him a month to uh, capture Ukraine, to take Ukraine, but it's not working. And then the world wow. is back in Ukraine. So they can do this. Now, Putin is going to run out of money, not Ukraine, because Ukraine has the world back. Yeah, he's got oil money. He's got gas money. He's not going to run out of money. The re he's doing quite he's, well. No, Steven, no because Steven. if you look at it, Belarus, whatever, they got to make more Belarus. tanks. They're running out of tank. They're running out of equipment in the Ukraine. They got conscripts going in there just getting... Just like in Vietnam. Just like in Vietnam, the Vietnamese had China. Russia has China. They're not going to run out of anything. And this is a world, this is a a world war that Biden and Russia you are doing and Biden is pushing. Y'all are pushing for World War III. The number one, number one nuclear power is Russia. Okay. Now, look they on, not. Keep it up. They keep are it up. not the number one nuclear power. What are you talking about? Okay, let me don't want just finish with this. Russia. They have, you think we can beat Russia, Russia China, and Iran? Watch Red Dawn. Watch Red Dawn. Okay. Oh, well, that's okay. I, I'm tired of this topic. Let's move on because Steve. We, we've got to be scared of everyone. We're the United oh. States, Stephen. We're not scared. So let me ask Nas. Nas, are you still here? Couldn't win Vietnam. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. So um, the start is this the start of the Cold War? Without START, which is an acronym, the nuclear pact, all countries can say, hey, if Russia is not going to be a part of START, the United States is not going to be a part of START. That means who? India, Pakistan, any other country, Slovakia, uh, Ireland, uh, uh, Argentina can say, you know what? Since nobody's going to be looking and inspecting nuclear weapons anywhere, let's build ours up because all these other countries are building theirs up and we don't want to be without it. So will that start the nuclear arms race again? Mutually assured destruction. No, uh, damn, that's, that's a tough question. I, I'm not too sure about that because honestly, if, if you were, let's, let's say you were an advisor of any of those nations, wouldn't you encourage them to get nukes? What the idea is, hey, if we don't want to be invaded, we at least better have that so we know no matter what, it'll be a deterrent. Uh, nukes' most powerful aspect is the ability to attack them. It's not actually using them because you know the fallout from using them, what happens, and of course, you know, mutually destroyed destruction and everything else. But the idea, if you have them, uh, you won't be one of the ones invaded. I think that's what a lot of people globally felt after you know the iraq war they said well if saddam would have had those then we probably wouldn't have went over there and done that too. so mm -hmm. yeah it probably does encourage people that they need them in order to protect themselves but do i think that draws us closer to you know that after midnight conversation of you know something could happen it's a possibility, but it's highly unlikely because I think everybody understands what you're doing once you push that button. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you go back to U.S. and Russia having problems in Germany uh, when they were doing the coalition there. And Stalin decided, OK, I'm going to I'm going to press the U.S. We're going to go over this border and we're going to stop any shipments from coming in and dare the U.S. to use their nukes. When you use them for this, how 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 how, uh, how aggressive are you going to be with it? And the U.S. did the airlifts instead, didn't go to the nuke moment, so it didn't actually happen. So I think people are smarter than you know these cartoon type 
figures they draw for us when they talk about these mm-hmm. leaders and these different administrations. Uh, they know how bad it could go if you actually have them and use them. But they also know, hey, who wants to be vulnerable when there's somebody on the block who has more military power than the next 10 countries combined? Mm-hmm. So, no, it, this, this is not does not have more nuclear power than the United it's States. It's not Hollywood. And no key, People, the United States has not scaled down its military. We have the most powerful army in the world. That's right. And and this Ukraine gave up its nuclear weapons because America asked them to. And in return, we would protect them, Keith and Stephen. Why do we ask them? Why do we ask them to do that? This is we asked India to do the same thing. They said no. Well, why would we ask the thing is we we asked them to do that because Ukraine is just an upgraded rogue state. We didn't want them to sell them to Iran and all again. Yeah, they're they're, they're the Russian second most general. corrupt country in the world. They're the it second is, most corrupt country absolutely. in the world. I wouldn't trust Nigeria. But America promised either. them. They would protection. sell to the highest bidder. They promised uh, the Indians too, Todd. These, these Russian generals right. out here haven't and, gotten paid in months. They're gonna sell the nuclear arsenal they have on the black market if they don't get what they want. But said, the bottom line, this is not this is not Hollywood. There's too much money in the world to be trying to blow each other up. China knows that. Yeah, China's going to do little proxy stuff. Russia's going to do little proxy stuff. But why would you want to fight the United States when you can make money in the United States? A lot of these guys, Putin's generals and all these people own company, Russian companies that are investing in the U.S. and vice versa. So at the end of the day, yeah, they're trying to um, they're trying to you know bully the Ukraine. But at the end of the day, no one's going to blow up everybody else because there's too much money. There's too much money in the world to be blowing up the world. Why would so you are you going to bet, you you gonna bet all your money on that? Are you going to bet all the money you have on that concept you just said? I mean, it's played out. It's been playing out for the last 20 or 30 years. That's they don't why need the Soviet to blow up Union the world. Sells because there's too much money being made. And they just need to take out our... All China needs to do is take out our electrical grid. We're good for about two weeks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. So why would they bit, do that, Stephen? I think why you're a little bit too that? cocky. I think why you're a little bit too cocky. That, what would be the end game? Because because China, Russia, and Iran believe we are evil. They believe we are Satan, Whoa, okay, and they so want they to get take rid us, of us out. They okay. have no. The only well, reason the they have huge drugs is what we can do for them. If we were out of the picture, go ahead. Who told you that? Who told you that they believe we are Satan? American oh, products sell over there. Iran? Oh, you want some Lord of the Rings Iran? stuff. He's Iran? talking about China. Yeah, music, movies, all that. It, 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 like, Iran, it, 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 China, it's and Russia do not have They have nothing for us. Nope. Not to, not to they don't like us, but they're selling us all their products. That's the only reason they keep us here. Right. Exactly. So why would they blow us not up? The because they're not going to need us. They're not only we're, we're a thorn in, in everybody else's side. They don't need us. Why? I mean, they, they see that our democracy is falling out apart. They need our country. That China, 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 and Russia would love to have our country. For what? Stephen, let him finish. Look at the vast amount of land. Stephen, go ahead now. Look at the vast amount of land. There's a lot more in Russia. There's so a lot more land over there than here. I always talk about China owning U.S. debt, which is government bills, T-bills, which means you have to wait on those things to mature. So mm-hmm. if you do anything before those things mature, you just lost trillions oh, that of money. dollars that you've invested in the country that you think is going to sustain itself, right. which is why you buy government bonds from the U.S. and not Venezuela. Right. Now, your next point, when you say, well, they just don't like us and they just want... 
No, if you read Chinese scholars online, one thing they're really clear about is they feel like Russia made a huge mistake getting into an arms race with the United States that eventually bankrupted them. And they, who they, they call themselves the oldest civilization ever exists, which is not true, but they do call themselves that. They feel like no matter which country it is, they will outlast whoever it is just by continuing to do business, making money, and feeding their huge population. So this idea that they want to take somebody out or take somebody's land, do they not want to end the dollar? Does Russia and China want to end the dollar? No. Yes. Yes. So, no, no actually, they don't want the responsibility. They don't want to be on the chip system anymore that uses the U.S. dollar as the backer, especially for overnight trading. They want to right. set up their own, which is what sovereign nations they, do. They We're still so want the dollar to be the world, world currency. We're so used to living in a mono superpower world, meaning uh, America after the fall of the USSR, where we became the singular world power. We're so yeah. used to that that we can't even wrap our brains around well these other countries are ascending now and they're gonna they're gonna in doing that they're gonna express some form of sovereignty especially when it comes to money and trading but, worldwide but so you know the, the irony of all this now US dollars because what you're talking things. about now is you're talking about a, a change in the world order you're right you're trying a new world order right now world the u.s world. has the number one currency in the world has the number one dollar is the but you're what you're talking about is what Stephen is alluding to is the changing of that, you know, the yen or the ruple becoming the number one currency, right? But his attitude is the same thing that's enabling that to happen because his paranoia is causing this isolationism, this this um this this perverse patriotism that it's not paranoia. It's one of those things. That it's it's enabling the fall of the U.S. and it's enabling the fall of democracy. That's going to make space for these other countries to move into that same position that he's scared about on this show. Nobody's scared about anything. I'm just telling you that. It's not, reali it's not realistic to think it was only going to be one superpower in the world forever. Eventually, those other nations would start to rise and ascend a little bit. And at that point, those nations would curve out some of the some of the global rise of the middle class in India. System. So we, we have this thing called CHIP, the CHIP system. This is what everybody uses to make trades overnight. They make those trades in dollars. Most of their import and export is all based on you having those dollars in your central bank. So China and Russia and other countries who are you know, similarly strong, India especially, they're coming up with their own overnight system. I don't know what, what theirs is called. The last article I read on that was like two years ago. So this stuff is not fresh to me. But they're going to create their own system for trades, for figuring out how they want to do business and who they want to do business with and everything else. That's a natural occurrence. This is what happened okay. before. before Britain was on top. After World War II, when Britain fell off, guess who took over? Us. And then you had the USSR come up. So then you had two superpowers. Now we're at one superpower with China, India, uh, Russia. It's, you know, these people are ascending. So, yeah, this is kind of how the game goes, brother. You don't That's get right. to run it forever as one nation. That's not how it goes. And Muammar Gaddafi wanted uh, to back their money with something, not just words. Right. And they were talking about oil. Yeah. And, that, that, and that, they soon yeah. killed him. <laughs> yeah. That's why Hillary Clinton had him killed. That's right. Is that the reason I, why? For me, but I, I would say uh, Obama deserves just as much blame as Hillary does for that. Mm -hmm. well, so, well, yeah, they do. And that's a terrible thing. Todd, Todd mm. you know, I was talking to you earlier about the top house Republicans going to come to some sort of agreement with 
President Biden about funding the Ukraines for the war. And what were you saying about Lindsey Graham? Uh, he is on board. He and about three other Republicans are on board for it. But then you have the radicals like Keith and Stephen and their kind who wants uh, America to um, be liars. Now, I already said that America told Ukraine that we would back them if they got rid of their nuclear weapons and we would protect them. And so he, Keith and Stephen think we should go back on our word. How would the world view us by doing that? Now, nobody else would get rid of their nuclear weapons. They asked India to do it. India simply said no. And so if you go along with America and do what America says, we're going to back you. That was the words. Has somebody now threatened, we say, psych. Has somebody threatened to nuke the Ukraine? Have they threatened to nuke them yet? Why no, you, but we've sent, them a, trillion, we've sent them a trillion dollars so far and so of money that we borrowed, now. money that's not even ours. We're taking money Did away from us. We're borrowing money okay, let me just say to this, give to the Ukraine. Nobody has threatened nuclear war, I'm right? And they this, so if a nuclear me. war happens, then we'll we'll protect okay, them. Sh be quiet. So because if, to somebody, especially military aid, that means what? The DOD gets a big check, they start production or surplus items like Aguna alluded to earlier, and they sell those items and the money comes back here. Now, what does Ukraine have to offer as collateral or anything else? Nothing. Their resources, okay. right? They got resources. Well, they, do they, got they do produce a lot of grain. Right. Yeah, but we're not we're not going to get that grain. So we have China funding one side, we're funding the other side. Oh, gosh. Well, hold on, Stephen. I'm, I'm he won't stop right talking. Now. Well, hold on, hold on. So they can product, they can they can promise future yields of their of, of their uh, you know their grain. They can promise to sell off infrastructure, and we've seen this before. Go look at Greece when they had to privatize all those islands after the uh, economic meltdown in 2008. They had to sell all their stuff. That's what's going to happen to Ukraine. Like they're not cutting big giant Ukraine or Russia is going to the bank. Okay. Like when people are saying this stuff, like, yeah, we're giving all the money to Zelensky and we ain't got stuff here. Those two things can exist at the same time. You can give exactly. and also fund whatever thing you have in America that needs funding. Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, Boeing. That rail breaking. You can still fund that. So I saw. We don't have any money. So I saw Keith shaking your head. What were you shaking your head no to, Keith? I'm just sitting here. I'm just listening to all this propaganda and uh, a speculation from Nas and Naguna and Todd. It's not speculation. It's first fact. Of all, first of all, you know, the idea that we, well, look at our economy, and that tells you that our, our dollar is weak. The, the money, gas prices, up, uh, all of the economy, there is a recession, and yet they deny Actually, the gas prices are down. You know, yeah. we still have very low record unemployment. The dollar is weaker, sir. You look at my 401k is actually doing pretty good. Okay, okay Keith, Keith, let's, let's explore what you said. You said the dollar is weaker in comparison to what currency. Now, Listen. you can say we're dealing with inflation and the dollar is not as strong as it was two years ago. Now, in comparison to everybody else, how is it doing? Listen to these guys. How is it making sense? Uh, look, 
I'm not comparing the uh, United States with anybody else. United States. Well, well you have to if you're going to discuss currency sovereign. and say the dollar is weak. We that are supposed to be. Comparison to something else. We, like Stephen said, and you deny it. All of you deny it. Stephen said it. Well, well, we well, well, are money. You said the dollar was weak. You just asked me to explain so how is it weak. We are borrowing money, stealing money from the British pound is suffering even more. That should tell you, okay, by comparison, the dollar is not weak. Actually, the dollar is really strong. Actually, countries are calling America to make sure they have enough dollars in their uh, in their central bank because they know that's the one thing they can always trade with. And they don't right, have to deal guys. with the boom bust okay. cycle of their own currency. All right. We've got plenty of money. This is the last thing I'll do. This last thing I'll do, I'll shut up, I'll get out your way. So... Back in the day, 2008, when they had the economic problems, the country of Greece was deciding, hey, we're going to come up with our own currency. This euro thing is not working out for us. And the financial manager told the president, no, we're not going to do that. They said, why? He said, if you announce a new currency against the euro, all of our citizens are going to flush their euros outside of the country and put them in banks in Germany, England, and France. And they're not going to want to hold our currency because they don't feel like it'll be strong enough to last. So you can't do that. And that's why they did. And that's just in comparison uh, to the euro, not well, in comparison to the Aguna, dollar. Aguna, 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 you're, uh, you know, I'm not too good in math. Aguna, forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit dumb. But uh, would you please answer me? What is after trillions? What comes after that? What's, you know, because that's where we're headed. Trillions. And how is that impacting you? No, I just want to know. Just answer that question. No, I mean, you're asking me to count, but I mean, again, this is a loaded question. You said the dollar was weak. You can't compare it to anything. You said we're in a recession. Yeah, we're the, dollar, the dollar is weak because inflation is so high and inflation is going to go higher. This is why the dollar is weak. And the so, New World Order, the New World Order started not. this war. The New World Order <laughs> supports this war because the citizens all over the world are going to get hurt and none of them care. The powers of me do not care. America's power, China power, are are pushing on both sides to keep the war going. You understand this, right? China and the United States want to keep this war going because that supports the new world order. They don't, you know what? We get our fertilizer, most of our fertilizer from Russia. We get grains from Ukraine. You know what's going to happen? People aren't going to eat around the world. There's going to be massive starvation. There's going to be people dying from starvation in this world because of this war. And this is by this is by design. Y'all have to understand that. You have yeah. to know that's true. If you take your meds today, Stephen. I can't help if you don't know what the truth is, or maybe that you can't you can't you can't so apparently have a conversation you have They're to bring to combine up a bunch of different topics that don't make sense. What I'm saying makes all the sense because if China and their group is pushing one side and we're pushing the okay, other side, we're on. keeping the war going. And just for everybody out there, when Keith just told y'all, we're trillions in debt. What comes after trillions? Again, a nation's debt is also what? Somebody's assets in the private market. We only allow a certain amount of foreign countries to be able to buy those assets, but the rest of the debt, you know who holds that in America? The wealthiest 1% in America who don't pay taxes. Form of taxes is buying those same. Keep my name out of your mouth. Oh, I'm 
What comes after a trillion? But anyway, Stacy. Hey, you guys. Stephen back in his bunker. Stephen's going to move back to his bunker. You forgot that. If we were to pay off the debt tomorrow, do you know you would crash the economy? Stacy, you forgot the question of why Ohio couldn't get funding. Why did the president reject Ohio to give Ohio money? So go ahead. I want to go to the next propaganda topic. So we, that's we, what we, I wanted to talk about. So go ahead, tell, tell us why. Tell us Don't why, jump Keith. to the next one. We're roasting you on this one. No, I'm that's asking what... why. I don't know why. They just say that they, they're not qualified. I, I don't understand. So I want Aguna to explain. He's got all the answers. Don't get mad. Pick up a book and read. No, I, I don't question? know. So, Todd. What's the question? I really don't know. I, yeah, read a book like Paul Marx. Let me Chilling ask Todd. Keith is talking about the EPA taking over but what the about of that uh, train derailment and those chemicals. So my question would be, why does the United States have to pay for that? Or is the United States paying for that and then maybe subrogating it or getting the money back from the company who uh, is responsible for that spill, whether it be the train company or well, isn't keep against the... regulation? Isn't keep against regulation? That means regulating. I don't know. The I gotta get Todd. Regulating. He's I against regulation. Companies should Ohio, be able to Ohio do this Ohio train derailment. The Biden administration had the EPA start that cleanup. Cousin Todd. Yeah, well, they had to because um, those chemicals are making people sick. Now. Um, I saw on TV, they threw a rock in the water or something, and the chem yeah. you could see the chemicals bubbling up. So, of course, the government has to get in there and clean it up, and they will be reimbursed by the company, the, the train company and the, the uh, chemical company. But let me say this uh, real quick, because Stephen had said, and Keith too, that we should get out of Ukraine and let them suffer, even though we promised them protection. We didn't say that. And, and what Stephen said was, uh, well, what, we did the same thing to the Indians. That was a joke. Where they're mm. suffering, they're that suffering more because we're prolonging the war. That's funny, Stephen. You're very insensitive. They wanted, to, they wanted to equate this to like Germany invading Poland. It's not. The, the, mm -hmm. uh, the Russia invading Ukraine they were a part of the uh, the Soviet Union at okay. one time. Okay, if nobody, on. never back, nobody, nobody did back Ukraine, then it, it, what happens is what happens. We had no business. It doesn't affect us. We never should have given the first know. penny or the first weapon to Ukraine because it doesn't affect us. Well, we did, Stephen. I, I disagree. We did. I disagree, Stephen. We did not no. promise them protection. This well, is not our, our sovereignty is being exploited in our southern border, not okay, the border of the Ukraine. Right. He's just dancing all around the point. Look, by by, he played all the hits. He went. <laughs> he, I'm waiting for him to bring up Dr. Fauci. Yeah, that's the next one. Look, we don't talk about Dr. Fauci anymore because I was right about. Steven, we don't talk about things I was right about. I I agree with you, Stephen. I think they want the war to go on. The they more did. the war goes on, the more Russia is weakened. So, yeah, of course. You, so you're wrong about the fact that the Ukraine doesn't affect us. I think by baiting Russia into a war in the Ukraine and exposing them, 
They did. They did. Vladimir Putin thought this was going to go on for almost two months. It's been a year. It you know? would have been two months without intervention from other countries. Well, that's right. fine. But on. now we're exposed Russia. I don't think by exposing Russia and exposing their military incompetence, in, in basically what's happening with China. You have to understand that. Russia doesn't okay, matter. It. it doesn't matter. It doesn't okay, matter. I'm sorry. I gotta move on. on. I gotta move on. Todd, you the hijacked this on, the more back losing. to Ukraine. And we had already done Ukraine. Thank you, Todd. I just well, now, I never I couldn't get a word in because they won't stop. Remember initially when the when the governor of Ohio spoke to Biden, Biden told him, Hey, whatever you need, federal response, federal funds, whatever, uh, you know, you got it. And DeWine said, "We're not. I'm not sure if we need that right now. And then they didn't talk for a couple of days. Then Thursday morning, uh, DeWine made the request for federal funds. So now the federal funds are going to come. But initially, he did not uh, He did not ask for federal funds. And, of course, the right-wing uh, ecosystem jumped on that and made all these stories about how Biden didn't want to help these people when the man didn't declare the emergency and ask for the funds. All right. So, Let me go to... Uh, shooting. Unfortunately, we keep seeing this again and again and again. Um, I'm going to share my screen. I want to talk about gun control in the United States, why this does not happen in other countries and only happens here. If you look at this article by Axios, Memphis mass shooting leaves one dead and 10 wounded. And this was not long after the mass shooting in Michigan State. This article was written by Ivana Sarek, uh, and it says a mass shooting in Memphis, Tennessee, early Sunday morning left one person dead and 10 others wounded. Police responded to the news of a shooting shortly before 1 a.m. Sunday and found two victims critically wounded at the scene, the Memphis Police Department said in a statement. They identified 21-year-old Julius Freeman as a person of interest over the shooting on Monday, saying he was charged with second-degree murder, five counts of attempted second-degree murder, and five counts of possessing a firearm to commit dangerous felony. Um, what is going on that we can't have any type of uh, safe safe outings anymore? Everyone's doing this mass shooting. I don't understand why it's like that in this country, Keith. Schools, churches, Malls, movie theaters. Soft targets. I'm sorry, uh, Goki. Yeah, I always wait till you uh, get me off of uh, mute. So anyway, the thing is, um, you know, you guys know my, you know my view, which uh, everybody disagrees with, except maybe Stephen. Stephen probably agrees with me, I guess. But well, uh, my view is, of course, that of we course. need to. Uh, we need that. to train citizens to protect themselves and equip them to protect themselves. That's the purpose of our Second Amendment. And that is why I believe that most of these shootings go uncontrolled. If people, if there, I still hold to, and, and evidence uh, shows that if someone is equipped, if someone is ready and prepared, and they're able, uh, vigilant, able to protect themselves, there's a less chance that a person who has gone crazy going around shooting people at random, who are unarmed, would uh, be able to get away with shooting too many people. Uh, he would be stopped in, in due time if somebody were, if an armed citizen is available to be able to defend themselves and others. And that's, I believe that strongly. That's the way that's the right, founders Steve. set up our, our, for, our form of government. That's why we are self-governing. 
supposed to be by the consent of the governed as a declaration. That sounds. Uh, we uh, are to protect our right to life, liberty, and property. Okay, and well, why God? Himself that's a fantasy. That's right. That's, that's reality. That's reality, Todd, because there are soft targets. And no, every no. perpetrator out there looks oh, for a brother. soft target. Oh, if it's one God. individual kind of limping, walking kind of funky, and they're a soft target. If it's an old person, they're a soft target. If it's a group of people in a school, little kids, they're a soft target. Like Keith says, eliminate oh, the soft targets, God. and these guys won't do All this. Right. This is why they go after people. We're running out of time. We're out, we're out of time. Um, if you can sum up your point, Todd and Aguna, in 20 seconds. Uh, the reality is a person is going to get out of the way. Nobody wants to be a hero and get killed because they're shooting at you. So you think, oh, they got a gun and he's going to be a hero. No, he's going to get out of the way. He's getting That's out of the store, the movie theater or the church. or That's just you. And so um, this thing about the white knight coming to rescue... All the police uh, do is get confused when you have all these people with guns. They don't know who the killer is when you have a gun shooting at the assailant. So it's just uh, police don't want uh, citizens to be armed to the tooth with guns. Okay. Then That's you hide I'm behind me. When something happens, you hide behind me, Todd. That's why you host. Yeah, this is this again. It's this Hollywood fantasy of you know that for all of a sudden there's not going to be a tactical advantage of the the assailant being able to pull out a gun, even if you had a gun on you. By the time you pull it out and try to defend yourself, typically you know that's going to be too late. And the studies have shown it's only like out mm -hmm. of like 462 different mass shootings, only five or six were able to be stopped by a private citizen. You know, actually being able to, hey, you may say that's enough, but on on average, typically it doesn't happen. Now, that doesn't mean we don't we shouldn't have as private citizens the right to bear arms and those type of things. We want law abiding citizens to have to be trained and to be able to have access to guns. But that doesn't mean that that same law abiding citizen isn't going to have a bad day somehow and then use that in a unresponsible manner. So the more you, and, and then we're not even talking about the other flip side of this, where you have law abiding citizens where gun accidents happen on home at home, where I think there was just the other day, a three-year-old shot himself because he had access to the parents' guns and things like that. So there are different layers to this where domestic violence and things like that come into play because there are weapons in the home and things like that. So you have to look at it holistically, but of course we'll never have that conversation on the show because the extremists always say, hey, just throw more guns, let teachers have guns in the classroom. Let will have all these different things just to throw more guns, more guns. And, and when it's like the wild, wild child shot his teacher. Right. Remember that and one? Again, again, there's extremes on both sides. So, I mean, there should be some... There should be some regulation of gun control and there should be also some because part of it is not even prevention. Part of it is being able to prosecute to the fullest point of the law if, in fact, you violate these rules. So, I mean, that's a decent conversation to have. And I think we should have that, especially now that we have different types of weapons that are going on out there. There's nothing wrong with talking about it. For some reason, as soon as you talk about it, people get butthurt like Stephen and they don't want you taking my gun. But no, let's talk about that. it. There are ways of improvement. I never so said we're that. out of time, but <clears throat> we can tell me, it's all in your face, Stephen. We can our tell. Our and prayers out to the family of Christopher uh, David 
um, Fitzgerald, a Temple University police officer who was shot and killed uh, earlier this week by an assailant who he was trying to apprehend. Uh, he leaves a wife and four children. Um, and it's just first officer ever from Temple University killed in the line of duty. And our thoughts and prayers are with him. So um, I think that's it for our roundtable. Uh, that's going to be our roundtable because we're so much out of time. Um, to our first responders in our communities, you make our lives livable. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our women and men of the U.S. military for all that you do and sacrificing your lives so that we are free to say whatever we choose on the show, we are forever indebted. On behalf of Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican. Well, well be, before we close out, did we want to talk about Black History Month? And we did, a person earlier. to talk about. No, you what, you said was, what you said was, who's afraid of Black it. History Month? And that, anyway, I want to mention Katanji Brown Jackson, uh, to spotlight her for Black History Month. Uh, somebody current, you know, usually we go in the past, but Katanji Brown Jackson um, was, uh, she's, a hero, and uh, she's better suited to be on the uh, Supreme Court than most of those people on the Supreme Court. More better educated, uh, more experienced, um, uh, a fair-minded person. I just she think does. she's excellent. She doesn't Supreme know what Court. a woman is. Now, of course, uh, you have the radicals and the uh, dark web people like Stephen. Do you know what woman is? She doesn't do you know, know what a woman, what a woman is. Define what a woman is. Okay, you know thank you, Todd. Okay, I'm sorry. Todd. You have to finish, Todd. You can't go back and forth. You have to finish up your statement. Okay, what I want to say is just <laughs> this: Stephen is ridiculous. He's on the dark web, and um, he should get off the dark web. He takes that as a compliment. Okay. All right. Thank you, um, Keith. Yes. Our constitutional conservative. <laughs> Where's the Star Wars shirt? Steven. I'm on the light web. Thank I'm you. on the light web. And my cousin Todd, who just the left. Anti -Fauci. The anti-Fauci. The anti-Fauci. Fauci needs to be hung. Excuse me. After he talked about uh, Supreme Court he's a scientist. Nope. Brown Jackson. Um, I'm Stacey Johnson. Let's Please. keep this conversation going. Check out our Instagram page, check us out at TikTok, Twitter, uh, Stephanie Stallworth's The Flow. Um, Stephen doesn't like Network, TikTok because of China. And, and YouTube. Uh, we'll see you next week. Good night. Read, read the Fauci book that I've been showing on this, on this show. Good Written by RFK Jr. Written by a Democrat, RFK Jr. Read that book and then tell me you don't agree with me that Fauci needs to be hung. You want me to read? So on your your book to read is that Mein Kampf, the real Dr. Fauci. <laughs> the, the the what what's that book by Karl Marx that you like? Mm, I I think he had books written about him. I don't think he had enough gumption to write a book, did he? Yeah.
Oh no, man! This he was a lazy, lazy bum. His mama oh, hated man. him. His wife hated him. He wouldn't do anything. That's why he wanted socialism because he wanted somebody else to do okay. everything. For him. Okay. Uh-oh. Man, where do you guys get this propaganda from, man? It's not it's dark web. history. But you call propaganda. Just check out, check, check him out. Check him out and find out if it's if it's propaganda or if what I'm telling you is the truth. I can't even check it out because it's like if it's not something you're comfortable with, we should be reading it. Check out Karl Marx. Just do you do some no, research. No, no, I, we can't learn about critical race theory. We can't learn about critical you know, race theory is Marxism. And you can't, Karl, you can't have Marxism without Karl Marx. You read about Karl Marx. Do you want to thank Nas for joining us tonight? You know, yeah. we're, we're done the show, but I forgot to thank Nas for joining us. Propaganda, propaganda, propaganda speculation. Hey, right. like, why? I'm speaking I'm the truth. Why? You're throwing chum in the water. Just do your research when we get off of here. Do your research. I do the research. That's why I know you guys are full of yes. I've done all the research. Do the research. Read the book about Fauci and Bill Gates. They is actually they they they're all working together to 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 expel Let me just tell you this. Stephen and Keith. You never You guys. You guys really need to step your game up. I'm this is getting here. pathetic. You guys come here week after week with these I'm, lame, these lame points, and it's it's too easy for me to dang thing, all roast you guys. You guys need to step up the game. Our lame points is telling yes, us how lame we are. You, you're the challenge. one who brings nothing, Aguna. You and Todd bring nothing. You just tell us how lame no, and how we need man. medication. That's all you, you can do. About the southern We're giving border. you facts. You got, you got to do get, all these I'm giving you places to go to learn for yourself. Look, man. See, like right now, this is a temper tantrum. No You're throwing a temper tantrum. Learn about Karl Marx and read the book about Dr. Stop Fauci. Telling to do, man. Stop telling me what to do. You don't have the authority. You don't want to be, the you want to be in the dark. Y'all are in the dark will because y'all have mis- no information no in here. Drugs. That's why your dark will is inside of you. Take his meds today. You don't, don't want to. You don't want to be informed. So uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Nas embarrasses you guys. You you chase Todd off of here. Nas embarrasses you guys week after Nas week. Nas ain't got the cojones to show his face. No, no. He doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't want to be affiliated face. with you guys. His, uh, his old lady keeps his cojones in a jar, I guess. Aguna, Aguna, how is it possible that seven black former slaves could be elected to the Congress in a uh, systemically racist society? That's propaganda, Keith. Keith, that's hey, propaganda. No, no, no. As long I'll... as they're Union troops, as long as they're Union troops in the South, anything can happen. Wow. I mean, that's in 1789 or seven. How, how come black people own slaves? I don't know. Hey, so what happened? What, what happened after the compromise of seventeen of eighteen seventy nine and Ruth B. Hayes became president? What happened to all those black senators? Well, the Democrat Party probably destroyed them. I mean, you could, you could, it doesn't matter what party; the government it itself. Oh, it does. Is, okay. It's consistently been the war, the evil party of the United States, and Democrat Party really does need to go away. Aguna, that's why you're a Republican. You're smart enough to understand that you can't be a Democrat. You guys yeah. are using, but but I'm also smart enough to understand what a platform is. 
what a platform is. And if the Republican platform is against CRT versus low taxes, CRT is Marxist propaganda. CRT is Marxist propaganda that came from important taxes. Do your research on Karl Marx. You're not. You're missing the point. That's That's more important than taxes. CRT suppressing CRT is more important than tax reform. We want we want it all. We want tax reform. You didn't even we know what we want to suppress Steven, uh, Steven. Marxism in this country. Steven, Steven. You didn't even know what CRT was five years ago. You, know what CRT you didn't even is. know what it was. We, you you got little minuscule parts of CRT. Overall, CRT is You're Marxist. You didn't even know. You didn't know how to spell two years we ago. Want, actually, I'll say two years ago. To our kids. Two years ago, you didn't even know how to spell CRT. Now you help me with that. Without your help, I Thank you, Aguna. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you guys. Y'all have a good night. Y'all have a good night. Peace out. Peace out.